Hello and welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. My name is Julie Hogbin and I am the creator of the three weekly episodes that are produced. Wealth Wednesday, the A to Z of business on Friday and a longer content piece or interview on a Monday. If you like what you hear, please share this podcast if you think it would support and help somebody else. This Monday Conscious Leadership Code podcast episode, it's all about personal responsibility. It's a subject I have been working with for over three decades. It isn't a difficult subject, but it's a complex subject. Due to the fact that many people, I believe, are unaware about what personal responsibility really is. And this episode will attempt to, at a primary level, explain what it is and what it isn't. So what is personal responsibility? It is an inside to outside process by which you, the individual, me, the individual, your partners, colleagues, business partners, joint venture partners, as individuals, accept that they choose their own beliefs, their own behaviours, their own thoughts, their own feelings. You choose yours and they choose theirs. Personal responsibility is a process and responsibility is an ongoing series of feelings and thoughts that are translated into behaviours. Behaviours being what we actually do, what we say, what we look like, are behaviours. And it's not possible to achieve a state of personal responsibility. Instead, what we need to do is to be constantly striving to acknowledge where responsibility lies in any relationship we're in and then learn what we can learn from every situation. So let me just give you a definition or two. So a definition of responsibility in its purest sense is a duty to do. And I want to add in another definition here of authority. An authority gives you power to act independently and make decisions. So my thought processes on personal responsibilities, if personal responsibility is that you have the authority within your sovereign being to act independently and make decisions for you. And to be honest, you have a responsibility to do that because by your behaviours, your actions, you are affecting others. So let's have a look at choices. Personal responsibility is fundamentally about choices. Everything we do or say is a choice we make. Even not making a choice is a choice. And this connects with Maslow. So for those of you that don't know, Maslow wrote about motivation. He wrote about a lot of things, but it was about the hierarchy of needs. So when you think about choices, 
It connects with Maslow's ideas concerning the human drive towards actualization. And to Maslow, life was a series of two-sided choices. One choice led to security, comfort and stagnation, and the other choice led to growth, progression and self-actualization. So with choices, you move up the pyramid. And of course, with choices, you can move down the pyramid. You can also stagnate in the pyramid. And we are repeatedly faced with the choice between the familiar and the safe versus the challenging and the choiceful. And as Maslow said, to make the growth choice instead of the fear choice a dozen times a day or more is to move a dozen times or more a day towards self-actualization. So let's have a bit look at it in a bit more detail. Personal responsibility is an inside to outside process. Personally responsible people choose to believe that they can choose their thoughts, they can choose their feelings, they can choose their emotions, and they can choose their behaviors. Personally responsible people also understand that you cannot make anybody feel or do anything. And nobody can make you feel or do anything. It is your choice to do and to feel any which way you choose, as it is for the other person or group of people. So when you hear people say, you made me, no, you didn't. It was their choice. You can be happy when others are sad and you can be sad when others are happy. Now, what stops that happening? So maybe the social norms and protocol, protocol, nearly said that. And who says that the social norms and protocols are correct? Being personally responsible can be challenging to self as you will challenge your normal and to others because you will challenge, could challenge, may challenge their normal. And of course, the only person we are responsible for is ourself. Now, this is a sharp contrast contrast to behaviorist theory that suggests your responses are exclusively promote, provoked by external stimuli. Behaviorist theory says we react. So there's a stimulus react, stimulus react, stimulus react, Pavlov's dogs, if you want to look at it. The personally responsible person assesses and identifies the best way forward from a thorough awareness of their inter internal experience. They are proactive. The personally responsible person seeks self-awareness. They delve, they unpick, and they realize what they think and feel and how they behave, respond, react can be altered if need be. There may be that moment of, well, this is who I am. And there is a second thought of, is this who I want to be? And then the third moment of choice between the two. If you go with the stimulus response model, your head internally will be saying, well, this makes me respond. They did that. That made me do. 
if you go with the response to the stimulus, your internal process will be, I choose to think, I choose to feel, I choose to act. You take personal responsibility. Now, a personally responsible individual is the artist of their own life. They are constantly engaged in the creation of who they choose to be in any given situation. A personally responsible individual will actively design their life and live into it. This doesn't mean that they are inconsistent or unpredictable. Rather, that the individual seeks to make choices based on realistic appraisals in the here and now instead of falling back on the ideas, opinions, biases and prejudices of others. Personally responsibil personal responsibility emphasises our, your authorship and your authority to make the most of your life. In accepting that we are authors of our own reality, we must also accept that we are, we are accountable for reaching our full potential. You are accountable for reaching your full potential. Now, of course, you may want to work with somebody who can hold you to account, so a mentor or a coach, and in reality, you are the only person that can be personally responsible for the outcomes that you have designed that you are working towards. Now, other people may promise to do things and not, but how you respond, how you react, how you move forward is absolutely your responsibility. A personally responsible individual accepts that others will act according to their own choices and are responsible for their own actions. You may invest time and energy in establishing an environment in which others may choose to act in a particular way. This could be at work or at home. This could be in your friendship group, your peer group, your colleagues. However, you will accept that at the end of the day, the other individual or group of individuals will choose whether to act that way or not. It is their choice. And with choice, comes consequences. Now, what personal, personal responsibility is not? It's not blame. If you are responsible for something, then you are to blame if it goes wrong. The questions who's to blame and who's responsible can be used almost interchangeably in common English. And a definition of blame is to consider responsible for a misdeed, failure or undesirable outcome. Now, remember, definition of responsibility is the duty to do, but only for what you are responsible for. And that is not blame. People striving to be personally responsible are not interested in blame. They are interested in being accountable for their actions and decisions. However, they are unlikely to blame themselves or others. And a definition of accountability is required to account for your own 
conduct, not that of others. Remember, they choose their own reaction, their own response, and they are accountable for it. Blame and accountability are not close on a spectrum. They're not even on the same spectrum. This means a personally responsible individual can take 100% responsibility for the success of their relationships. You accept and hold yourself to account for what you have or have not contributed to the relationship. This covers business, life, personal relationships. It cuts across everything and every relationship you're in. You are also aware that healthy relationships require 100% from both parties. And you acknowledge the fact that you cannot control the other person's actions and decisions. So what does this mean? This means a personally responsible person can take responsibility for creating a world in which many people go hungry. You may take action to stop world hunger. However, you will not blame yourself for the fact that hunger exists. On a day-to-day -day matter, when a personally responsible person asks a colleague, a friend, a partner for support, and the colleague, friend, partner responds with a little irritation and says, I'm busy right now, can you come back in half an hour? The person choosing to come from a personally responsibility position chooses how to respond. They are likely to, to decide that it's not their fault, no blame, that the colleague, friend, partner was irritated. However, they may reflect that it was their responsibility to check whether the other person was busy before interrupting them. Responsibility needs to be attributed accurately and logically rather than emotionally or unfairly. In the example that I provided about interrupting somebody, you may choose to condemn yourself for being inept or clumsy, but you may also decide that it, and you may also decide that it's your entire fault. Yet in reality, it does nobody any justice to erode their sense of worth with accusations and blame. And that is about you as well. The personally responsible person does not take on what is not theirs nor do they shirk responsibility for what corresponds to them. Personal responsibility is certainly not the latest fad. It's got a long history and a Greek philosopher wrote about it and he said, it is the act of an ill-instructed man to blame others for his own bad condition. It is the act of one who has begun to be instructed to lay the blame on himself, and of one whose instruction is completed, neither to blame another nor himself. And that same philosopher also said, attach yourself to what is spiritually superior, regardless of what other people think or do. Hold to your true aspirations, no matter what is. An emphasis on personal responsibility does not mean that the world is a perfect place where nothing can go wrong. Of course it doesn't. 
And please believe me, not everybody has a concept of personal responsibility or is personally responsible. Many adverse social, economic, political, and even meteorological, nearly said that, conditions make many lives difficult and painful. There is no escaping the many challenges that life has to offer. However, one way of facing them is to acknowledge the choices we make and the learning we accumulate. It is perhaps easy to assume that personal responsibility can never flourish in an environment of inequality and adversity. And that would be wrong to assume. We are surrounded by evidence of people choosing how to react to these conditions and even striving to support others to be personally responsible. And this next paragraph is from Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, who wrote, We who lived in concentration camps can remember the men who walked through the huts, comforting others, giving away their last piece of bread. They may have been few in number, but they offer sufficient proof that everything can be taken away from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's way. There is a world of difference between the two statements. I want to be a success, but, but I have no qualifications and I want to be a success and I have no qualifications. The first may provide an excuse for inaction. The second acknowledges the reality of potential action. So let's look at how we turn awareness into behavior. And it is a seven step process, basically. So let's go through. We start with an awareness of a problem, an awareness of an issue. And when we are aware of the problem, of the issue, of the facts surrounding the thing, whatever the thing is, once we know it, we can't unknow it. Step two is the fact that we accept personal responsibility for the part that we play in that situation. Step three is around our perception of the options we have, as in what can I do or what can I say about this? How do I respond to this? Which leads on to step four, which is our evaluation of the options that we have. What's the best way of doing the best thing? What are our options? What choices do we have? And which leads on to step five, which is we make a choice. We make a choice to continue doing what we've always done and getting the same results, which links back to Einstein's definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. Or we make a choice to do something different and we modify our behavior. We modify our thoughts, we modify our feelings, we modify our behavior. Behavior being the external demonstration of what's going on internally. And then step six, we put that behavior into action. We experiment with it. 
we try out the new behaviour. And does the new behaviour serve me and my relationships? Does the new behaviour get me to a different place? Does the new behaviour serve? And then when we experiment, it becomes embedded into us, which is step seven. It becomes a new habitual behaviour. It's the long-term adoption of successful behaviour, which basically means at the beginning, it can feel uncomfortable. The more we do it, the more we practice, the more we put it into play, it gets easier. So this is a short episode in reality and an awakening to and an opening of what's personal responsibility. What is it? What isn't it? If anybody wants to know any more about this, same as any other episode I've ever done, please reach out to me, look at the notes, connect with me, email me, message me on social media and I can help you work through whatever it is you need to work through. So this is Julie Hogbin signing off. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Conscious Leadership Podcast. If you have any questions, please contact me on any one of the social media channels. I'm on most of them, including Clubhouse and YouTube, and my books are on Amazon. If you would like a topic discussed, please tell me. And if you have found this information useful, please share and please leave a review. 